everybody. Welcome to the KF Podcast Pop Culture Week in Review for Friday, March 15th. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you just stumbled across us on the internet, check it out at check us out at kfpodcast.com and the KF Podcast on all your social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Snapchat. Uh, also, check out our new weekly shows on YouTube at the KF Podcast. Uh, skeleton crew here tonight. Uh, it's sure. just... Uh, me, Justin, and uh, Brock. Yep. How you doing, buddy? Down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we, Don had uh, a little bit of a mishap this week, so if you could send some positive energy his way. Uh, he's actually in the hospital right now, and uh, Ken was had some other things going on tonight, so he couldn't join us. But Brock and I are holding down the fort for you guys so we can still get an episode out. Yep. So... It'll be the best episode ever with just the two of us. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah. So, uh, today on the show, uh, we'll do some weekend box office updates. Uh, everybody knows we had Captain Marvel release last weekend. Um, got some new trailers uh, from the MCU. Uh, a trailer we haven't talked about yet, but is not really new uh, from DC Warner Brothers. And a new Disney trailer uh, that we're going to talk about. On uh, the movie news aspect, I've got uh, some stuff from MC, MCU news and Universal's Dark Universe, uh, a few random headlines in TV news, a little bit of video game news, uh, and uh, some Brock's got some toy news for us. So uh, thanks for checking us out on the uh, preview here on Facebook. So if you want to hear more. Uh, head out to any one of your favorite podcast apps and look for the KF podcast to find us. So thank you, and we'll see you here in a minute. Hey, oh, how's it going? Around. I think they did. I hope they did. They I hope bet. Dawn. I hope Dawn isn't the only draw to this show. I hope they <laughs> stick around for us too. This might be the last episode. <laughs> I'm running right into the ground. <laughs> the death of the KF podcast. <laughs> so weekend box office. Uh, you went. You got to see Captain Marvel on uh, Saturday, right? Yep. Yeah. It was All great. right. I, I enjoyed it. Cool. I guess I could get my official review. I'll yeah. Yeah. Why don't we start with there? A solid three nondescript baseball caps. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I can get into spoilers yet. It's still kind of new. But, yeah, we'll uh, hold, yeah, we'll hold spoilers for right now. The reason I didn't rate it higher is I, I guess there were a lot of missed opportunities for future things that I think okay. they could have played up on. Yeah, that was that was one of uh, that was one of Don Don's complaints too. Uh, <laughs> so there was a, a big a big missed opportunity that he thought. Uh, but I've, I've read a few articles. I, I have a feeling I know what you're talking about. And I've, I've read a few articles. And uh, apparently that's still not out of the realm of possibilities. That okay. they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll twist it later on. That mm-hmm. this is just for this particular time period. Right. So. Makes sense. And they at least introduced the concept. We're just dancing around this one. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you were correct about Fury's Eye several months ago. Yeah, and uh, I'm surprised because I thought I had it. I thought I'd, I kind of gave up on that theory because um, I thought I had timelines worked out that it that it couldn't have been this in the 90s. Um, so, yeah, I kind of called it and then backed off myself. And <laughs> you should have stuck with the gun. I know, I should have, I should have. <laughs> but with, uh, with the release of Captain Marvel, uh, 
the weekend box office blew away expectations, $153.4 million in its opening weekend. Yeah. Uh, because of the trolls and things that are going on beforehand, there was some concern that it might not even hit a hundred. Uh, so to be 153 is, is really, really good. Um, and then as of today, um, it's already broken 500 million worldwide. It's at four, wow. 541 million worldwide already today. Um, that's insane. The, the prediction is again, because it had such a big opening weekend, uh, the second weekend drop off is predicted to be somewhere between 55 and 60%. So they're talking about, um, this weekend's highest possible being between like 65, 70 million, but I mean, 65 to 70 million is big for most other movies. Yeah. An opening week. Exactly. Yeah. Big opening week. So, um, so that's pretty good. Uh, rounding out the top three, uh, the new How to Train Your Dragon pulled in 14.6. Uh, and Tyler Perry's A Medea Family <laughs> Funeral pay, brought in 12.4. Um, those movies just can't lose. I wonder what the budget is on one of those. Because they have to be just printing money at this point. I know. It's it's insane. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, because it's just – it can't be – because he's the main character. Tyler Perry, so I'm sure he's not taking a premium salary for himself. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and he he plays not only is he the main character, I think he plays another like it's kind of like Eddie Murphy used to do, isn't it? Doesn't he play yeah. more characters? I think or is, so. Or is he just Medea? I know he plays other characters in that universe. I don't know if they're in other movies though. Okay. If they're in multiple movies, or if it's just like a one-off kind of deal. All right. Um, so domestic total for Medea's family funeral so far, $50 million. Um, worldwide, worldwide, it's $50 million, So it doesn't do real well domestic, uh, for, <laughs> in the foreign markets. Um, but there's unfortunately, Box Office Mojo doesn't have a production budget. Uh, um, but oh, uh, I, I guarantee it costs less than $50 million to make that movie. Yeah. So <laughs> special effects. I mean, come on. It's going to yeah. be funny. <laughs> yep, yep. That that makeup uh, is uh, is pricey. But so a decent decent or decent weekend box office. Uh, we'll see how Captain Marvel does this weekend to follow up. Um, I think word of mouth is going to get a lot of um, a lot of second goers because despite people true. like trying to troll it on review sites, um, word of mouth reviews are really good. Uh, people are really enjoying it, and I think. Um, uh, once a lot of women who were kind of on the fence hear that it was good and that she was pretty good in it, um, I think it's going to get some some uh, repeat business and some new business this weekend. So I hopefully agree. It's, hopefully, it's going to continue to do well. Um, it's on. I mean, five over five hundred million in its first week. Uh, it's definitely on track to break a billion. So um, that's awesome news for uh, the first female MCU solo movie. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just glad all this manufactured controversy didn't hurt it as much as people it could have. It could yeah, have. because I mean, look at some. I, I really think. Solo. Um, yes, yeah, Solo. Um, a, a bunch of the DC movies. I think it's manufactured uh, controversy. Now, some of those, I I will admit, they're not the the quality. And they and they don't have the track record that that Marvel does, but um, 
I, I think it gets a lot of hate that it doesn't really deserve. So mm-hmm. uh, it's a shame. And it's nice to see that this one was able to, to pull through. Yep, for sure. Because it's a good movie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, trailer releases. So we'll start off with the big one. Uh, we got the uh, Avengers Endgame trailer today. Uh, uh-huh. What'd you think? I liked it. Um, it was kind of cool to see them all together there at the end. But yeah. they kind of spoiled. Like they had Tony Stark in with the group. And, and Nebula. And uh, that, wearing wearing the, like as part of the team. Which right. is kind of crazy. Forms um, though. Yeah. Um. The scene, the the quick scene with between Thor and uh, Captain Marvel at the end was cool, where yep. he's trying to intimidate her and she just stares him down. <laughs> yeah, I like this one. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um. I I think the scene. I think um, uh, War Machine is gonna take kind of take the group character, the group role in this, and he and Rocket are gonna buddy around. It looks like they're gonna have a cool action sequence. Mm-hmm. Um. The other thing I noticed in that end sequence, when they're all walking forward, um, Rhodey's, for lack of a better term, quantum suit. That's what they're calling these online is these yeah. are the quantum suits. Yeah. Rhodey's is armor. It's yeah. it's not just like a suit. It's like the it's like the war machine armor just without mm-hmm. the helmet. Um, so clearly he's still paralyzed and needs yep. needs the support. Um, Why don't they all have one of those armors then? Exactly. You know, I mean, obviously, and the the other um, Thor and Captain Marvel aren't in that scene. Right. It's they're they're kind of somewhere else. They wouldn't need that kind of armor. But um, yeah, I mean, why doesn't Scar uh, uh, Black Widow have it? And, you know, some of the others are human, vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, it's just. Um, I think uh, I think one of the predictions I made um, uh, a few weeks ago is going to happen. They show the scene of Hawkeye and his daughter, him, sh- uh-huh. him teaching her how to shoot a bow, all happy. That's going to be the opening sequence. The opening sequence of this movie is going to emotionally crush everyone. He's uh-huh. going to be there sh- teaching her how to shoot a bow, hugging and laughing, and all of a sudden she's just going to turn to dust in his arms. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it's going to happen with Scott Lang's family, too. Because they showed him standing outside his house looking all sad. Okay, that was his house. I wasn't I think sure. So. It okay, like I wasn't I wasn't sure. I was trying to look at um I couldn't uh, the resolution on the video wasn't good enough to zoom in. I was trying to look for dates on the papers, on the flyers yeah. and things that were on the poll. Yeah. And uh, the video like the further I zoomed, the worse it got. So couldn't find any spoilers there. Um yeah. I liked the um the thing they did on the on all the flashbacks where they had black and white with just the red showing. Yeah, that was um, nice. And I'm curious if that has some significance or if it's just something that they did for the trailer, just something different. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I doubt that those scenes will even be in the movie unless they do a big recap montage. They go back that far in time or something where they alter history. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Um, I uh. I read a theory, um, well, a couple bogus ones. Um, we, we need to do another bullshit theory episode. Um, somebody said that, uh, and again, this can't be, I'll preface that, because the Disney-Fox deal isn't done yet. But somebody said that Thanos, the real reason he was doing the snap was um, because of uh, Galactus. Okay. 
And it's just, it's, I, I did a little research into, you know, why Marvel keeps saying publicly that they haven't, um, they haven't done anything with, you know, they haven't thought about the Fox properties yet. It's because part of the contract by law, they're not allowed to do anything official with any of that property. So like they, they can't even hold a pre-production meeting because it would violate, (laughs) it would violate the contract. So like a group of them sitting in a room talking about things, if any of it's recorded, technically that breach, that's a breach of contract. So makes sense you know they're talking about it but they can't it would be and i think fox would have legal like if something comes out with any of the fox properties in endgame or you know anything that's already done filming i think fox might have some legal recourse to be like hey you clearly were working on this before the deal's done yeah that's a breach of contract Um, risk yeah so i and i i think disney and marvel are smarter than that and they're not going to risk dollars and and anything like that so i as disappointing as that is i don't think we're going to see anything in endgame yeah they could do i could i guess they could do inferences but direct references unless the only thing that would change my mind is um, so one of the movie news things coming up we have is the deal set to close on March 20th. Uh-huh. Um, that's the newest thing. They've cleared all the, the regulatory roadblocks, and the, the deal is going to close on March 20th. So if all of a sudden we hear um, Avengers Endgame additional scene being shot or reshoots scheduled, supposedly right. it's all locked and done. But if we hear some rumor about that um, between the 20th and the release date, because that's a whole month. Yeah, um, that's enough time. Uh, then I'll be like, eh, well, maybe they are going to try and squeeze something in there at the end. But uh, at this time, I think we're we're not going to see it. But we kind of went off topic there. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> long story short, I think the Avengers Endgame trailer was, was really good. I'm really excited uh to see this movie i I can't wait um Mm -hmm. month and a half uh away now so there's there's a couple theater was supposed to start selling tickets on friday the 8th they still aren't on their site to order yet so the newest the newest news i heard today was april 2nd okay um that's the newest thing i heard today so it's still a couple weeks out yeah Um, I've got an alert on both Fandango and Regal <laughs> movie site. So as soon nice. as the tickets go up, I'm going to get a text message. So uh, I'll keep you guys posted as I, uh, as I find out more. Sounds good. Cause I think those are going to go quick. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Marvel went quick. Um, I know my, yes. my, my theater down here. Um, I, I don't have a theater with, with pre-assigned seating. So like when I go buy my tickets, I can't see how many tickets are sold, but for the most part, the Thursday night movies I've gone to, they haven't been busy down here. Um, a couple of them were, you know, reasonably busy, but nothing's been sold out. And um, Captain Marvel wasn't sold out, but there were a lot of people there. Yeah, uh, there weren't that many empty seats in, in my theater, so um, it just goes to show that it made 153 million dollars. Yeah, even on Saturday when we went, it was it was filled 
which was nice. It was good to see. There was a bunch of stupid kids there that my wife ended up yelling at, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> well, I heard it made um, Monday. It made 11 million and Tuesday it made 14 million. Wow. That's yeah. great. Well, and I think the, the thing about the 14 million on Tuesday is mo- a lot of theaters have their, um, their discounted movie day on, on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it made 14 million at discounted prices. Nice. So a lot of people going to see this movie. It's good. All right. Anything else on Avengers Endgame trailer? No, I think we covered it. All right. Well, let's let's jump over to this Joker trailer. Um, <laughs> I thought I thought this was new. I, I was watching a podcast earlier today. I thought this was a new trailer today, but this is the one that came out a couple weeks ago. I just don't think we talked about it. Um, <laughs> this trailer to me. If 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 they hadn't told me this was supposed to be DC's villain, the Joker, um, I, I this could be any mob movie with a guy who likes to paint his face. Yeah, it doesn't have any to me resemblance to any other storyline, but perhaps the Killing Joke. Yeah, in uh, his, his origin, um, but. I don't know. It just, it looks weird to me and I'm sure we'll go see it if for oh, no yeah. other reason than to talk about it and make fun of it. But sure. I, I like Joaquin Phoenix, but I, I just, I don't, I don't see what Warner brothers plan is for these like else were almost like Elseworld titles. They're doing um, they get over the Joker. It's been done to death. There's so many other things they can do. That's just me, though. I think everyone else loves him. <laughs> I mean, I love the Joker. Don't get me wrong, but he's not. I don't need a solo movie for the Joker. I just want. I, I want Jared. Back. I want Jared Leto playing the Joker in a freaking Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> they already set that up, and it was cool. Yeah. I mean, I Batman. Know. You know, a, a a. Well, no, it was it was it was uh, Ben Affleck. Batman was in the Suicide Squad movie for a flashback. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they they set that up in the universe, and now they're just getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's disappointing to say the least. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. I you know this the, their whole idea of not tying these movies together in a universe going forward is fine. I think Shazam looks like it's going to be great. Um, it was it. It's a re, it's really fun. Um, the more I see Zachary Levi playing that character, the more I like him. Um, there, there's a scene in that in the newest trailer they released. Um, I think last week we talked about it um, with uh, where he's he's up against the villain, and I can't. What's his name? I can't. I can never remember the villain's name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I put you on the spot, Doctor. Uh... Oh, what is his name? Oh, I, I, I should know this. <laughs> Dr. Savannah. Yes. I was saying Minerva. That's from Captain Marvel. Ah, was okay. That was Minerva. <laughs> like, no, yeah, that's Mark, one of the Cree. <laughs> Mark Strong. I mean, he's an awesome actor. Um, and he looks cool in this movie, but there, there's a, there's a funny exchange where they're, they're talking and um, Savannah looks at him and he goes, how old are you? And he's like, basically 15 (laughs) and it's just it's it's i think that looks really cool um 
some of the other stuff, some of the other ideas that they put out there sound okay. Um, Aquaman was great. I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman 1984 when it finally comes out in 15 years. Um, <laughs> they just keep changing the date on it. Um, yeah. But, you know, I want to see the Joker as as a Batman villain, not as a, a yeah. story of him a failed comedian and a crazy psycho killer. Because that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, like you said, we'll see it. Half of us will enjoy it, and then the other half will just be mad at it. But it'll be all right. (laughs) It'll be something to talk about. (laughs) Yep, that's true. Um, So finally on the trailer releases is is Disney released their new Aladdin trailer. Um, I really liked this new trailer. It looks Um, fantastic. It it does. It really does. Um, I, I like... I think Will Smith as the genie is he's going to look different in probably almost every scene in the movie. It yes. looks like it's going to take a bunch of different forms. So, and it almost looks, I mean, again, the, the original look they gave us of him with, when he was blue with the giant neck and he looked all weird, that could have been the product of a bad angle, bad angle shot. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. in this new trailer, he looks great. He does. Um, he sounds great. Uh, the whole vibe of him coming off real serious and be like, no, nah, I'm just goofing around. What do you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go into a friend like me. Um, you get to see more of uh, Jasmine and, and Agrabah looks great. Agrabah. Um, I'm still not. I still don't like the fact that uh, Jafar looks um, younger and sexier. <laughs> Yeah. Than Aladdin does. I think yeah. that's a little stupid. Which um, has Yeah. Uh, well, that actually. Yeah. I don't know. It's he's he's weird. Um, he is. Uh, I just found out uh, that I don't think he's I don't think you've heard the voice in the trailers yet. But uh, the parrot Iago is going to be vo- voiced by uh, Alan Tudyk. Okay. <laughs> um. So that should be pretty cool. Uh. Not quite as iconic as um. Uh oh God, what's his um Gilbert Godfrey? Yeah, Gilbert Godfrey, but uh still a good a good voice for, for the parrot. I think that'll fit in well. Um but yeah, this trailer kind of turned me around and um I was looking forward to it b- before and, and now I'm I'm excited. Um I uh I can't wait for this to release. What I like about this one a lot of these Disney live action ones that they've been doing, it seems like they've been just changing the story a lot. But this uh-huh. one, they're bringing the animated movie to life, not not coming up with something new. It looks almost like, exactly like the animated, kind of yeah. like they did with Beauty and the Beast. Yes, yeah, and um, I think that's kind of the way Lion King is going to go too. Yeah, uh, it definitely looks like it. But we've we, we've we've talked about that before. That's just another advanced animated movie. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I agree. I think you know, they're they're trying to bring. Um, it's going to be closer to the original, the original. When they first started doing these, it was uh, Maleficent and Cinderella. They changed those stories around a lot, but now it seems like they realize with the success of Beauty and the Beast to just stick to the to the source material. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Maleficent, uh, I think they start filming Maleficent the sequel uh, <laughs> here pretty soon. They're doing a second one. 
um, which is kind of weird. I enjoyed Maleficent. I did too. Uh, but I didn't think it necessitated a sequel. Yeah. And I, I didn't, re- I didn't really, I didn't really think the story even lended itself to a sequel. No, it just kind of, it ends. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's kind of her story. I mean, what are they going to do? Make her, are they going to make her evil again? I mean, I, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with that. So <laughs> who knows? It'll make a billion dollars though. Probably. It's dizzy. Everything it's they're like King Midas. Everything they touch turns to gold. It's crazy. So. They're, I can't wait to see what they what they finally end up bringing in this year, because it seems like every month or every few weeks they have something huge coming out. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, seg- this month. Uh, segue into another topic. Um, well, no, that's I guess that's that's not Disney as a whole. That's just the MCU. So I'll leave that for later. Um. <laughs> So, uh, any other? Were there any trailers I missed? Anything you saw? I didn't see anything new this week, other than the ones we mentioned. No. Okay. Uh, there was a there was a new trailer for this movie, Doom Annihilation, um, that I didn't even know they were making. Um, I didn't put it on the list because the trailer was horrible. Does and it have the rock in it? What? Does it have the rock in it? Uh no, it does not. And that's probably why everybody's complaining. But uh, <laughs> uh, apparently the Apparently the dedicated fans are just completely dragging it online. Um, I, I thought the game was kind of fun, but and and the rock, the movie with the rock was ridiculous. But this trailer was was just bad. So we can move on. All right, moving on. The important part of our show. <laughs> That's right. Um, so the big news uh, we already talked about a little bit. The Disney Fox deal is set to close March twentieth. So finally, we're we're five, six, five, six days away from this deal being done, set in stone, and uh, Disney can or Marvel can legally start planning out their future. So hopefully we'll, uh, yeah, yeah, and hopefully we'll see some stuff um, that they have been talking about in closed doors, some just news tidbits coming out just to to let us know, guys, it's done. We've got the properties. Here's the ideas we have. We don't have anything planned yet, but here's what we've got coming. Uh-huh. And just give us just give us a tease. You know what I mean? Like they've got a lot of stuff. They've got movies. They've got dates on the calendar up through like 2023. <laughs> and I just want them to be. But they're all like untitled, untitled Marvel MCU, untitled Disney. You know, whatever. Yeah. I just I want to see. I want to see him be like. You know, 2022, we are bringing the Fantastic Four to the MCU. Mm-hmm. You know, just just something small to let us know that it's it's high on their priority list, and they um, they're ready for us to uh, to bring in these new properties. I agree, and, and I, I think they should start with Fantastic Four because they've been the most abused. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And and I think it's going to be a tough sell because I think like people like us were, were clamoring for a really good Fantastic Four movie. We want to see them done right. Um, and but the regular public is going to be like another one of these things. Yeah. How many My times? God, put the dead horse to bed. Just quit kicking <laughs> the damn thing. <laughs> Beat the dead horse. Yeah. Um, 
but you know, obviously, we know that in Marvel's hands, Marvel proper, they're they're they can do this well. They can integrate it into this universe, and right. there's there's hundreds of ways that they could bring these characters in mm-hmm. um, that it would make perfect sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so other Marvel news, uh, the Shang-Chi movie, uh, which I actually thought was a joke until I started hearing more <laughs> about it. Um, they've signed on their director, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton. Um, okay. He is uh, he's an indie director and he's done a couple things that have gotten some critical acclaim, but I've never heard of any of his projects. Yeah, I'm looking at his filmography here and whatever the short term 12 is, he's done that a lot (laughs) yeah and that was the one that's gotten a lot of critical acclaim um and that starred brie larson so he's okay got a connection to through her but um uh you know one of the big things that that a lot of the movie people are talking about is um he's an asian american director and so giving their first asian-led property to an asian american director um, mm. people are kind of applauding that saying, yeah, this is the way you need to go because like black Panther, this is going to show little Asian kids. Hey, I can do that too. Yeah. Um, and it's very important. Exactly. Um, so, uh, it's good news. Um, you know, I, like I said, I don't know anything about him, but, uh, I don't really know anything about the Shang-Chi character either. So this movie is, is totally foreign to me. I'm going to have to do, do a little bit of research. There's not a whole lot to know about Shang-Chi. He's just the master of Kung Fu. <laughs> really? Okay. Apparently, um, he this character was going to be the center of the MCU. In like 2006, 2007, Marvel was getting ready to do a Shang-Chi solo movie. And they decided to go forward with, Arm, uh, with Iron Man instead. And um, Wow. We now have the MCUs. We have it today. But yeah, Shang-Chi was supposed to be the first movie in the in the proper MCU. That's awesome. <laughs> so now we're getting it 10 years later, 20 years Isn't later. He was, he was used a lot in the comics, though. That makes sense. He was a big player then. That's cool. I'm going to have to go out and do some do a little bit of reading and figure out who this guy is. Um, next bit of movie news, Mar- MC, still MCU stuff. Uh, Captain Marvel pushed the MCU over $18 billion in worldwide gross. $18 wow. billion dollars in the last 10 years. That is crazy. Because it's just, what, like, what, 22 movies, I think, total? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. And so, the first two weren't even considered... MCU yet, right? Yeah, because okay, they're they're starting with I believe it starts with Iron Man. They're not including okay. the Hulk, they're not including the Hulk movie that that does tie into the MCU. I don't think that one's included because that was a Universal, wasn't it? Yes, or Paramount. One of the one of the other studios made that. Yeah, Paramount did like the first solo movies of each of the characters, I think, until the Disney deal was a done deal. Okay. And then Universal did Hulk. So I think the first Cap, the first Thor, and the first Iron Man were all Paramount. Oh, okay. If I'm not mistaken, I could be completely wrong. Sorry. <laughs> right. 
But anyway, eighteen billion in the MCU. Yeah, kind of money. That's that's crazy. No wonder they could afford to spend four billion on Star Wars and <laughs> all this other stuff that they're doing. Nothing after this Fox deal finishes. Four billion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's seventy billion dollars for this Fox thing. Um. <laughs> Uh, moving on, uh, Noah Hawley uh, apparently had been working on a script for a Doctor Doom solo movie uh, for Fox, and um, the rumor is the script is finished, even though this whole deal is going through, and he has met with Kevin Feige. Okay. Uh, I guess the I guess the conversation uh, was something to the effect of. Um, Hey Noah, are you uh, you still working on that that Doctor Doom script we've heard about? And his reply was, I don't know. Should I still be working on it? <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but apparently the script uh, the script is finished. So um, again, the fact that the two of them had a conversation somewhere about a script that he was working on for a completely other company, who knows if anything is gonna is gonna come of it? But um, it's it's interesting to know that that Feige was meeting with somebody about a property that still technically isn't part of the universe yet. Yeah. Doctor Doom could be the next big bad Thanos level. Yeah. Guy that could be going after. I think though. Evil. Do you do him? Do you do a solo movie for him to introduce him, or do you introduce him with the Fantastic Four? I would introduce him with the Fantastic Four. But who knows how they'll, if they'll be able to do that with the timeline. Yeah. Because it, depend, it depends on what they have in mind for – because, I, I mean, realistically, the, this deal closes in next week, essentially. Um, realistically, we're looking at 2021, probably 2022 for the first – Fox MCU property movie. Uh Realistically. Because if indeed they have not been screwing around in the background um, and risking legal stuff, um, these movies are are a minimum of a two-year project. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, So I I think realistically we're looking at 2021, 2022 at the earliest. Um, Uh So, you know, what do they have in the pipeline that they haven't told us about um, for the next three or four years but that would allow them to lead up to go ahead and introduce Doom and then make him the big bad for another Avengers-style movie. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. Um, you know, New Avengers or whatever they want to call it going forward. Um, but we don't really know what's officially coming. We know there's a. We know we're going to get Black Panther two. We know we're going to get Doctor Strange two. We know we've got Spider Man Homecoming coming uh, coming up in July. But mm-hmm. other than that, everything else on their slate is untitled Marvel. Yeah. So they're they're hiding everything. So and who knows? Maybe they've got something cool. There's a lot. I mean, once this deal goes through, there's no telling what they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, it could it, it it could change their plans too. I mean, who knows? Maybe they didn't. Maybe they don't really have plans. And watch and, them keep it separate. Oh God! <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> the boycotts and everything then? Oh, the hate, the the online hate. <laughs> we just um, decided to separate. You know what's funny though? I I can see them doing that with the X Men. 
as mm-hmm. much as I don't want them to, I can see them doing that with the X-Men. I mean, we all dislike those movies, but they do pretty well. They keep making them, so they're making money. So yeah. I can see that eh, we're just going to leave these alone because they're successful. Well, and I mean, and they would have to, I mean, they could integrate them into the MCU. They, they could, there's no question, but it's going to take a little bit of retconning yeah. and you know, any change internet fanboys hate. And if they, oh, yeah. rec- if they retcon something to bring the X-Men in, people are going to hate it. If they leave them outside the universe and, and don't combine it and bring it into the MCU proper, people are going to hate it. It's yep. it's almost uh, – I mean, Disney's going to win either way because they're going to be the ones making money on these on these films. But right. from a – you know, from, from like a Kevin Feige's perspective, it's a no-win situation for him because either mm-hmm. he doesn't control them and they're not part of the wider universe or he brings them in in a way that's going to piss people off. <laughs> right, right. It is going so, to win. But uh, – yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Completely younger group of X Men or something like that, and they just found mutants now. Well, uh, it could have something to do with the snap. Um, yeah. There's there's rumors of parallel universes coming out of Endgame because uh-huh. Thanos didn't actually kill the dusted people. He just took the people that were dusted and moved them into a parallel universe. So that universe doesn't have any of these heroes, and this universe doesn't have any of those <laughs> heroes. Um, so, you know, this could be a whole other thing with, oh, well, there are mutants on this earth or the snap yeah. caused mutants or mm-hmm. so there's there's definitely ways to bring them in. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm I just I don't know. Maybe adding mutants would make too many powered people in that universe. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot you can get away with in the comics. Right. Um, because people people are willing people are seem to be more willing to suspend disbelief yes. of a comic book or a cartoon than mm-hmm. they are a live action movie. So if you've got somebody like Hawkeye or Black Widow going up against Wolverine yeah. <laughs> in a comic book, you know, okay, they're gonna fight him for a little while, then Logan's gonna, you know beat him down and, and that'd be the end of it yeah but you try and do that in a live action movie and it's gonna look it's gonna be laughable yeah um right so i don't know we'll see a lot of a lot of new stuff coming and that's just what i'm excited for is the fact that we're going to continue you know that as evidence with captain marvel over the weekend the the comic book movie craze is not slowing down at all nope. um and uh, there's there's just more cool stuff to come. Absolutely. Plenty of source material now for them. Yeah. Um, so finally, in movie news, um, some more casting announced for Jay and Silent Bob uh, reboot. Uh, Method Man and Red Man have been added to the cast. Who are they going to play? Uh, no idea. No idea. Don't, I, uh, I, and I don't really care. They're just funny characters to add. Uh-huh. Uh, to add into this movie. Um, I also saw that, um, uh, oh Christ, what's her name? Um, Shannon Elizabeth. Okay. Uh, is, is coming back, um, to, uh, to be in the film and, and, uh, Kevin posted on Instagram about how excited he was, um, 
to have her come back because she's not really doing a whole lot of acting right now. Uh-huh. Um, she's been um, she's actually been really active on the pro poker tour. <laughs> um, and just recently she's been doing something that uh, he talked about it in his Instagram post. She's been doing something in Africa um, with yeah. uh, some kind of a charity, I believe. Um, and she actually flew back to the U.S. to do this movie with uh, with Kevin. That's so funny. it just shows how good of friends they are and that, you know, she's willing to kind of go out of her way to help him out for for his movie. Yeah. Um, and then also uh, they have recast the characters uh, or the, the people who will be playing uh, Blunt Man and Chronic. Because, okay. again, this movie is them going to Hollywood, I think, to try and stop another Blunt Man movie from getting made. Um, and so they're having two other people uh, in the, the first one. It was um, James Vanderbeek and um, uh, Jason. Uh, 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 crap. Uh, I can't remember his name. Jason Biggs, um, who played Blunt Man and Chronic uh, is, is the actors in the in the movie they were making. And uh, again, that was kind of a surprise at the time. And, and same here. He's not going to release who's playing Blunt Man right. and Chronic in this movie. Um, there's some people who are speculating, and I think it's more hope than anything, that it's going to be Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Um, they joked we're going to play him in the first movie. Yes. Um, but apparently um, Kevin and, and Ben are, are not on they don't have a real casual relationship anymore. Um, uh, they're not, they're not as buddy buddy as they used to be. Um, so people are saying that's probably not going to happen, but wouldn't it be funny? He just steps away from Batman to come in and play blunt man, <laughs> which is a total Batman ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be funny. And Matt Damon seems up for, for doing cameos, stupid cameos in movies. Oh yeah. So, yeah, who knows? It's it's a possibility. But um, this is another movie I'm super excited about. Uh, I, I love Kevin Smith, and, and I love the first one. So, uh, uh, again, he's he's posting a lot of stuff on Instagram, um, a lot of videos on, on his YouTube channel about uh, the process of making the movie and what they're doing. So, Did you see uh, the little Stan Lee nod, the, the Stan Lee cameo in Captain Marvel? He was reading the script from Mallrats. Yes, and we talked about that. And Kevin okay. actually, he posted um, on his YouTube channel. He posted a really, really, um, a really nice, just like how that came to be. Um, right. And and he knew about it, but not not like really far in advance. And I guess what happened was um, Kevin Feige called him, <laughs> or called like his his team. And uh, they were like, uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Feige wants to talk to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's just like, I had no idea what he wanted. He's like, but I had no expectations. He's like, somebody asked me if I thought they were going to ask me to direct an MCU film. And he was like, no, I didn't think they were going to ask me to direct an MCU <laughs> He's like, I didn't know what he wanted, but I knew it wasn't that. Um, and so I guess, uh, I guess Feige was like, um, hey. I wanted to talk to you about the, the Stan Lee cameo in, uh, in Captain Marvel. Um, he said, but if I tell you this, you can't say anything. 
He's like, you got to keep it a secret. And, you know, if you're cool with that, he's like, I, I need, I actually kind of need your help. And he was like, yeah, three weeks before release, tell me about the cameo. And so he tells him, he's like, yeah, we're, you know, we're going to have Stan, uh, or we have Stan on, on a bus reading the script from Mallrats. Um, and uh, <laughs> Kevin said, he's like, I literally started crying right there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and Foggy went on, he's like, but the problem is he's like, cause they filmed that just, I think like a month or two, maybe, maybe three before Stan passed away. And apparently the day on set, he was not having, he wasn't strong. He, he was, he was having kind of an off day and uh-huh. Feige wanted to know if they had multiple takes of Stan saying that line during the filming of Mallrats um, so that they could use that audio instead of the audio that they actually uh. filmed during the cameo. So it's actually, from what I understand, it's actually overdubbed of audio done from the Mallrats filming in 95, <laughs> which is really cool. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, Kevin was posting all weekend on Instagram after he saw the movie, just him and his ugly cry face. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, anything else you've seen in the movie news that area that, that I didn't bring up here? No, no. I think you covered everything. All right. Did you Let's want to move- talk about the Invisible Man reboot? The what reboot? Invisible oh. Man. Oh yeah, I missed that one. Um, so again, this is just some casting uh, rumors and, and news. Um, the this whole Universal Dark Universe thing that kind of is is it a dark universe? Is it just solo films? Um, the Invisible Man reboot is apparently looking at Army Hammer and Alexander Skarsgård uh, as their top choices to play the lead. Um, okay. Both good actors. Uh, I think we've talked about Army Hammer before, and I think we kind of want him as our Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, um, of course. But uh, my comment for this is, it's the Invisible Man. Why do they need a good-looking hunk actor to play, right. <laughs> to play the Invisible Man? Just to have some schmo voiceover. Be- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, so it's just casting rumors, uh, which is is typical. Um, and again, obviously, if they make any, if DC makes any kind of decision on Batman, uh, and it is Army Hammer, then uh, he would probably be out of the running for that, yeah. unless they cast this before that happens, and then they're and then <laughs> DC screwed again, <laughs> which would probably be the case. Yeah, I'm sure they tend to try and screw everything up. Um, in the TV news, uh, the DC, DC Universe Titans show. Uh, has cast Deathstroke for season two. Uh, the guy's name is Asai Morales. Um, he's been in a few things. He seems like mostly a TV actor to me. Um, he was in pop show, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was in M- NYPD Blue. Um, he's done uh, a couple other TV dramas. Um, but, uh, you know, whatever. No, yeah, I'm, I'm down. Um Hopefully he'll have uh, hopefully he'll have the mask on more than he doesn't um, mm-hmm. since he's you know uh, not a big A list movie star he doesn't need to have his face shown for 
you know, yeah. 60% of every scene that he's in, right. uh, in, his, in his contract. So, um, uh, season one was great. I'm looking forward to season two to, uh, to see how they keep going with this. So they had to make that able to be used on one of my video game consoles so I can check it out. That's, you can't use that on, uh, on Xbox or PlayStation. Not at first. I haven't checked recently. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was it was only on. Uh, oh, what is it called? Roku and one other device at first. Okay, I just whenever I watch episodes, I just go out to the website and sign in. Um, I, can, I bet I could do that with the uh, the browser on Xbox. I have to try it. Well, yeah, and I, I I don't I the way I watch TV now I I is different i just watch tv on my computer most people don't do that (laughs) (laughs) so uh so yeah so my my consumption of media is is different than than many people especially (laughs) ones that have a spouse that actually want to watch the show with them (laughs) be a little be a little weird for you and diana to be sitting on the couch with a laptop sitting between you Uh (laughs) uh-huh i can't see it get closer (laughs) (laughs) um Got some news about the Batman or Batman Batwoman TV pilot uh, that's coming to Arrowverse. Um, apparently, it's set before the Elseworlds crossover event where she debuted. Uh, so it's going to get you some more. Um, at least the pilot. It didn't say the whole series, but the pilot is set before the crossover event. Um, so she's not going to really know anything about Oliver Queen or the Flash or you know, any of those other heroes, it's just going to be her and Gotham, uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, set it apart, let it stand on its own for a little bit. Um, especially since we found out that, uh, arrow is going to be ending next season. Yeah. Um, they got to start, uh, building up some other guys. Yeah. Uh, I saw a thing today, you know, what do you call the arrow verse once arrow ends? <laughs> the flash verse. Right. Yeah. I guess. <clears throat> Speaking of Arrow, did you see Stephen Amell got himself in hot water on Twitter? No. With Dave Batista. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I just figured because he has so many ties to WWE now, anytime some controversy with him and the WWE comes up, I just figure it's a work. Yeah, probably. Um, it's that he's work. that he's trying to angle his way into uh, a cheesy WrestleMania match. Or if if not a whole match, some backstage talking. Or uh, be the referee for that uh, match. Yeah, be the referee or be in a support role, be somebody's sidekick. Yeah. Uh, anytime that he's associated with WWE, that's what I think. I'll tell um, you what, he, he can go. He wrestled at that all-in event that Ken and Don went to. And uh, he was in the opening match. He, he did a great job against Christopher Daniels. Much better than expected. Maybe that's tag team events and stuff like that, but this is his first one-on-one match. And he did really well. That's cool. Maybe this is, maybe that's why he's leaving the Arrowverse. Maybe he's going to the all in. <laughs> yeah. He's going to get all in wrestling. <laughs> he's been in their little videos that they've posted just because he's in all the highlights from the first all in. That's funny. Maybe. The rumor is that Dave Batista is going there too. So. Oh, oh, wow. So that, I mean, that really could, if, if again, this is all at work, that could set up the rivalry where he shows up. At, you know, Batista's got this WrestleMania match. Uh-huh. He shows up 
and is talking <laughs> more smack about it. And then if the rumor of Batista leaving is true, they carry the rivalry over to the Southern Network. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Wow. I'm totally convinced now. I'm a, I'm a WWE tinfoil hat guy now. <laughs> All the conspiracy theories. I don't know. If WWE had any thought that that might be happening, they, they wouldn't. Probably they wouldn't. squash it. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else we got here? Uh, Game of Thrones Season 8 Episode Runtimes. Brock, you still have like a month to catch up. <laughs> Um, but uh it doesn't look like the episodes are going to be as as long as we originally um hoped and and maybe were led to believe a little bit uh first two episodes are just under 60 minutes uh i heard 55 minutes and 58 minutes um and then the last couple episodes are going to be around the 80 minute mark um and originally they were talking about each of these was going to be like a two-hour movie event um (laughs) And Random obviously money. these are not two hour movies, but um, no. it, it looks like the first couple episodes being only an hour. I'm guessing there's going to be probably some significant story developments and not a lot of action. Um, yeah. Going to be a lot of, you know, strategically, you know, people moving the, the the pieces on the chessboard around to set up for the final four episodes that is just going to be nonstop battles and action and just craziness in the last four episodes. That's my guess. Well, <laughs> the last three, the la- um episode three, four, and five. In episode uh, six, I think will be probably half finishing battles and then the remainder of the episode will be almost like an epilogue showing how the pieces stack everything stacked out where where powers lie and 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 who made it and who didn't so they could go back to it if they had to maybe yeah (laughs) yeah um i mean we've heard that there's a uh a prequel series coming like that's like ten thousand years in the past or something ridiculous like that um that they're that they're that they're going to be doing here at HBO soon. So, um, yeah, they could come back to this universe at some point. That'd be a good segue to our uh, your Amazon's Lord of the Rings series you have on here. Yeah, um, a lot of a lot. I've seen a lot of articles on this recently. Apparently, it's going to be set in the Second Age, which is actually three thousand years before the events of of um, Tolkien's novels the lord of the rings and the movies um, okay. and from what i've read so far there is um there's a, a map that um uh i don't know if it was a showrunner or just amazon's account in general amazon prime in general they tweeted an image of the map and it's showing there's this island um off the coast of um one of the realms i can't remember and it was it was an island of only men okay uh, well the not just guys but just right race humans. Men. it was the race of men humans and <laughs> they were um they were basically banished there um by the by the elves and um uh, one of the other races i can't remember which one um, and most of the people just kind of 
dealt with it and were okay. But then there was a group that decided to fight back and kind of they they sailed um, west instead of sailing east was like the land where the elves realm, realm was. And they sailed west and colonized this landmass. Um, but they did so by being warmongers. And they they just conquered and took over everything they could get. Um, and That's so, kind of where the race picks up. I think so. And after um, the fall of man. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's basically this is gonna I think tell the story of the fall of, of man uh mm-hmm. in the Lord of the Rings universe. So again, look, another thing I'm looking forward to, so I need to get my own Amazon Prime membership. I have one through work and it doesn't give me access to video. Oh, that stinks. Yeah. It's lame. It's my it might be worth it with this and uh uh, what's it called? The boys come in. There's uh, Jack Ryan and all that stuff. That's supposedly really good. Now, what's um, what's the boy? That one I'm not familiar with. The boys. Oh, the boys. Yeah, we talk about we talk. I don't know if you were here the other day. We talked about it. It's a superhero. Uh, oh, show. oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I remember. All right, yeah, we did talk about that one. Yeah. Uh, and then last week when you were out, we talked about um. The uh, um, Good Omens, uh, the story of the angel and the demon that are friends that are trying to fight off the apocalypse. They released they released a trailer for that last week, and the trailer's really good. I'll have to check that out. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, like the trailer's good enough that I, I, I sent this over to Don, and he was like, what the heck is this crap? And he went and checked out the trailer, and he's like, that actually looks pretty good. <laughs> so if a trailer got Don on board with it, I'm impressed. Yeah. He doesn't like anything. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Amazon Prime. I'm I'm definitely starting to watch more over there. Um, and I I'm anticipating uh, a, a cord cutting coming sooner rather than later for me because I'm just I'm not a big sports guy. I don't. Um, I mean I've been away from local Pittsburgh sports for a year now and mm-hmm. haven't really been bothered by it too much. Yeah. Um, I always pretend like I'm gonna watch games in the evening and stuff, but I always have so much other stuff going on that. I never have time to sit down and watch a game. It's, if I don't yeah. watch it in real time, it's like, what's the point? Yeah, and f- for me, it's not really about time. It's just about desire. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't get the same enjoyment out of watching the games, even the Penguins games. I just don't get the enjoyment out of watching them as much as I used to. Um, so I follow them on Facebook and Twitter and and keep up with what's going on, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I'm not missing watching the games. Yeah. My daughter enjoys watching hockey. That's good. Just hilarious. She'll just sit there. I don't know if it's the sounds and the, like the white screen or whatever, but she just goes crazy when hockey's on. <laughs> That's great. Now, how old do you think it'll? It, you'll wait until to take her to her first game? Uh, probably at least five or six, I would think, so she'll remember it. Really? Yeah, really be able to experience. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else in, t- in uh, TV news? Anything you're watching that? Uh... Um, what the have I been watching lately? The Walking Dead's been really good, actually. Has it? Yeah, they're doing the whole Whispers storyline. Okay, I and never I got to that in the comics when I was reading. Neither it. did I. It, it's it's been really good. 
the guy they have playing Beta is like he's like the second alpha. Uh huh. He's awesome. He's like a he's this huge guy. I think he was from Sons of Anarchy or something like that. Okay. But uh, he's the whole episode this past week was focused around him coming after Daryl, and he just beats the crap out of Daryl. <laughs> it's great. Jeez. And then he like tricks them and beats them, and they think he's dead. And then they, they uh, the end of the episode is him getting up. Okay. And uh, you don't know if he's really if he's a Walker or if he if it's survived. him. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I don't but know. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably when when it ends and it hits a streaming service when it like when all the episodes hit Netflix, I'll probably go back and and fast forward through the crap and watch the episodes that are good. Um, <laughs> I did catch the clip of Alpha beheading that woman this week though. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, guys, like that was tough to watch. It's like when they're killing the zombies and stuff, it's not bad, but whenever they decapitate a human like that. She's like, that was tough to watch. Ryan Hurst is the actor's name from Sons of Anarchy. Okay. He's just a huge guy. I don't know how it's it's just movie magic making him look big. But he just he's at least a full head taller than everybody else on the show. It's wow. it's hilarious. He's six foot four. I have his profile right here. Yeah, so he's a decent sized dude. Not, yeah, he's a big guy. He's a little taller than me. You also had on here for TV news about the uh, Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. I keep skipping my own things. Thank you. That's because um, I jumped ahead because you had a good segue. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, apparently, um, Marvel's developing a What If animated series for Disney. Um, that'll be so a that, lot of fun. I, I think that'll be cool. I've, I've looked at some of the What If comics. Um and uh, yeah, that could be that could be kind of neat. Just something different, won't tie to the MCU, um, but it'll uh, kind of spotlight some of the old comics and maybe get people to go back and read older books. Yeah, for sure. And you can do whatever you want on that show because it's not real. It yeah, exactly. And it, and again, it's animated, so you can go, you can really do whatever you want. You can go crazy. Yeah, exactly. It'll be fun. I always enjoyed what if stories. There were a lot of cheesy ones but for every cheesy one there's like five or six cool ones you know there's one i think what if uh aunt may was a herald of galactus was one we um, talked i think we talked about that on one of our jeopardy jeopardy game shows. oh yeah episodes. that was one of ken's family feud questions <laughs> he was shocked that none of us got it one of his two two out of one of his two questions that he had ready for us <laughs> ken made a game show <laughs> poor ken uh, all right, what's this uh, AFOL designer program thing you put in Toy News? All right, this is something I'm pretty excited about. The uh, website BrickLink has software called Designer 2, where you can build Lego sets digitally, like in a 3D environment. Okay. And one of the things they did with that is they, they started this AFOL designer program where you could submit ideas to BrickLink and they picked the best ones. There were like 400 submissions. They picked the 16 that they thought were best, actually took them to Lego headquarters and had Lego designers sit down and put these things together and improve upon them. 
and they decided that they're going to make a crowdsourcing environment where you could pledge to support these things like Kickstarter or something like that. And um, what you do is you pre-order a set, and if a set reaches 100 pre-orders, Lego will actually manufacture it under oh, wow. this AFAL umbrella. And AFAL stands for Adult Fan of Lego. <laughs> That's great. I didn't know. I had to look that up. But uh, the, it's been going on for a little while. It started in uh, January, and I just discovered it. At, well, the submission started in September, and then they chose their final review in, in January, and then you could start pre-orders. And the 16 sets, all of them are pretty cool. There's a few that I don't think are going to make it. But if you go to, to bricklink.com, you can see all 16 of them. And uh, my favorite, two are the... Lewinstein Castle, which is leading in backers right now. It's 200 bucks, so we'll see how that goes. And there's one on here called Bikes, which is Bikes! Exclamation point. And uh, I talked about it weeks ago. I don't even know if it was on air or if it was just on and I after we went off air <laughs> of building my own Lego city, and I just think this would fit in perfectly with it. Oh, yeah. It, it's a bike trailer, basically, that goes around and picks up bikes and these bikes are equipped with gps on them so like you borrow a bike and you leave it wherever and the trailer comes around and gets it is the premise of it <laughs> which i think is probably something that's going to be made in real life eventually well yeah because uh as a real life example um one of those bike sharing programs came uh -huh. here to sh came here to charlotte and vandals just crushed it uh -huh. um, it like they would find bikes in the rivers. They would find bikes just dumped in trash heaps. Um, and it was causing a lot of controversy because there were people getting hurt and there's like no insurance surrounding it. And oh, no. so, yeah, it was a big controversy down here, but like, this is a business idea. Sounds great. Yeah. Attach a GPS chip to the bike, wherever it goes, the truck can just go pick it up. Yeah. Whenever you drop it off, I don't know if it'd be like an app. Like this is completely unrelated to the Lego thing now, but uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's only fifty bucks. So if I get any of them, I might get that one. That just cool. Steve. But uh, apparently they're getting graphic design teams to put together packaging and all that to make them look and feel like actual Lego sets. They're actual Lego pieces, which Lego is going to fulfill, but um, it's not going to be considered a, a, a Lego set. It's going to be a Lego A false set because okay i got gotcha. you lego is involved to an extent and i did my research before i'm like ah, if lego isn't involved with this i don't know if i want to take the risk on participating but now that i know that lego is in fact supplying all the pieces and everything that was one of the stipulations is you had to every designer who participated could only use um pieces available actively like from the lego parts store okay so that they could be guaranteed to be able to get all the pieces. And Lego is producing a, an exclusive element for each of these 16 sets. So that's going to make it sought after by the, you know, the building community and all that to get those exclusive parts. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, most of the sets are pretty expensive, but you get free shipping if you participate in the pre-order program. And they'll only ever produce 2,500 of each of these sets. 
So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably going to be something I'll end up purchasing some of these. <laughs> cool. But yeah, that's, uh, I'm on a Lego kick right now because it's very relaxing after a stressful day at work to pull out a set of Legos and just build. It doesn't even matter what it is. Just, <laughs> yeah. Something, just turn the brain off and just, you know, mess with that. Yeah, I haven't done that in years. You should. You should get one of these AFAL designer program sets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crowdsourcing is definitely something that's uh, going to be a thing of the future for projects, and I think it's kind of cool that Lego is getting on board with it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, video game news. Um, new game coming out March 19th, uh, next Tuesday, called Satisfactory. Um, and it is, uh, they had an alpha pre-release, uh, weekend last weekend for, uh, streamers and content creators. Um, well, anybody, they, I guess if you registered for the, the pre-alpha, you were able to play the game last weekend. Um, but then the keys went away, um, and you can't play it again now until Tuesday when the game's fully released. Um, but, uh, the basis of the game is it is you're building factories on like, it seems, I think like an alien planet and I'm not sure what the end game is, but it does seem like there's an end game because there's kind of this like robot voice that is telling you kind of what to do. Um, But the whole object of the game is to mine resources from the planet um, and do it in and make these huge like factories and do it in the most efficient way possible um so you and they have statistics like how much electricity you're using um the fuel that the fuel that you're using to make the electricity are you like how efficient is that process and yeah the whole the whole goal of the game is to build these um these factories and make them incredibly efficient um there was a kind of a 2d um version of the game like a uh, i'm trying to think of a game to describe it like the original roller coaster tycoon where you would uh-huh. just play stuff on a grid but you really weren't yeah. there interacting with it um called factorio um that was very similar to this and i don't know if it's the same company that made that or not but everybody's the way people have described this is it's the 3d version of factorio because this okay. is a this is a third first and third person view and you're building these big machines and 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 setting up quarries and mines and and electricity generators and storage and um, and the, the trailer up right now it looks beautiful. Yeah, the graphics are are really beautiful. The gameplay is cool. Um, it's only like twenty nine bucks on on uh, the Epic's game launcher. Nice. Um, so uh, I'm thinking about picking it up just because. You know something new that I haven't haven't gotten to mess around with. It looks kind of relaxing. It's not super fast paced like some of the FPS shooters are. Uh-huh. Um, so, but yeah, I watched a little bit of gameplay. Um, a lot of the content creators that I watch are really excited about it and are planning to spend a lot of time on it in the next few weeks uh, after it gets released. Remember when the video games were just jumping on bad guys' heads? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, and then speaking of a little bit of uh, nostalgia and jump, get, uh, jumping on bad guys' heads, um, Halo. 
Um, I know realize you're doing more than jumping on people's heads, but this is the whole nostalgia factor here. Um, the Master Chief Collection is finally coming to PC. Oh, wow. Uh, and will be available on Steam, which is making a lot of people very, very happy. Um, I was never on the Halo bandwagon, uh, but I know a lot of people loved that game. They're a good game. Um, and I, yeah, see, I never, I never got into them. Because um, I think when they came out, I think I was like between systems when they came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just never had... Or were these maybe Xbox exclusives when they first? Yeah, they were. Okay, that's after first. Okay, yeah, that's why then, because I'm the the studio that produced them. I think is what the story was. They were on Xbox ever. Yeah, because I'm a I'm a PlayStation snob when it comes to consoles. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so I I never got into Halo, but uh, I know Don was a big fan of Halo. Oh yeah, I mean the graphics for the day were amazing and they've kept up too like they re- recently re-released for xbox one the original halo game and it just you know they they just improved on it so much but it's still the same game it just looks great cool well maybe i'll check it out if the prices are good on steam it's um, a good sci-fi mix with a first person shooter instead of just your typical like oh it's a you know world war ii or whatever okay. you know it's a nice because you get like some more like sci-fi weaponry and shields and things like that okay i'm crazy uh so what's going on with lego dc supervillains they just announced a batman animated series expansion pack dlc okay so villains villains from the animated series then yep which i'm excited about i don't have the game but i love batman the animated series so oh i bet it's been out for a while i bet you can pick it up cheap now i bet and if you wait, now that they've announced this, if you wait a few more weeks, you might even be able to pick up a version that already has this in it. <laughs> well, speaking of which, just this week, they released all the Marvel Lego games in one bundle, including all DLC. Really? <laughs> for six, yep. For, for, six, for yeah, 60 already, That's a really good price, though, if you don't... Like, for me, I don't yeah. have any of those. So that would be a good price. You know, the price of one game, you get how many games and DLC and... And That's... if you get it a game shop, you get an exclusive minifigure. Ah. Yeah, Iron Patriot or Silver Centurion Iron Man armor. You have to okay. pick one or the other though, which kind of sucks. Well, but at least to... yeah, but at least you get to pick, and they're not just like <laughs> here, take it. I don't want that yeah. one. Tough. <laughs> I bet if you ask nice enough, they'd give you both. <laughs> GameStop seems pretty liberal with their promotions. <laughs> Every time they do the uh, Pokemon scratch-off cards to unlock a Pokemon in the DS games, like, can I just have a few? And they're like, hey, how many do you need? I'm like, well, there's about 10 kids who play Pokemon at the store. Here's a whole bundle here. <laughs> you know, like, they don't nice. care. <laughs> nice. So maybe I'll try and get both. All right. Let's go to my favorite topic next. I, I was I was so I wasn't sure if you guys were going to record with me or not tonight. So I figured <laughs> I, I saw a couple wrestling headlines. I figured I'd just throw them out there for people. But now that I have you here, we can actually uh, get some insight. So uh, it appears Kurt Angle has announced his official retirement. Yes. Uh, on Monday Night Raw, which came from Pittsburgh this week, uh, Ken and I were actually there along with Rob. Oh, cool. Uh, friend of the show. 
And um, he announced his retirement in Pittsburgh, his hometown. He hasn't announced his opponent yet, but he said that WrestleMania 35 will be his last match. And rumor is that his opponent is probably going to be John Cena because he also doesn't have a match yet. Uh, And John Cena's first WWE match was against Kurt Angle. So kind of a cool way to, you know, end out that storyline. Yeah, and they get seen on WrestleMania in a meaningful match instead of just shoehorning them in somewhere. Yeah. I think that'll be fun. I I don't think Kurt's going to win. I think he's going to lose his retirement match because they usually do that in WWE. Like you lose on your way out because you got to protect the business. (laughs) Yeah, because didn't didn't Taker lose his match? Yeah, he did. Then he came back. Yeah. He hasn't announced a match yet for Mania either, so he's also rumored. Sami Zayn's rumored to be his opponent, so no one knows for sure. But if I were to put money on it, I'd say John Cena will probably be his his opponent. Okay. Uh, another WrestleMania match. Uh, Batista's going to be going up against Triple H. Yeah. Um, a couple weeks ago during Ric Flair's 70th birthday celebration, he attacked Ric Flair before he ever got out to get yeah. a kick. I remember you talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he was. they were in Philadelphia last Monday and, uh, Triple H called him out, and he's like, I just I just don't like Philadelphia, so I, I didn't want to come there. He's like, we'll see how much I don't like Pittsburgh and see if I show up there. <laughs> so he, he showed up. Triple H called him out. He showed up, and he had, like, the entire IWC roster with him as security guards. And Triple H had a great line. He goes, you can stand there behind the guardians of the independent scene, or I can come up there and fight you. <laughs> oh, that's great. They call them the Guardians of the Independent Scene, which is hilarious. So that match is going to happen at uh, WrestleMania. It's a no-holds-barred match. Batista also said that's going to be his last match. He wants to go out on his own terms, but he also wants to take Triple H out on his terms, too. So he's going to end Triple H's career as he ends his own career. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. It'll be interesting because... I'll tell you what, like him going to Hollywood has improved his wrestling character immensely. Like just the little things he does, like after he beat up Ric Flair, like he did this little like maniacal laugh kind of thing. It just looked and made him look so evil. You know, it's just been great. He's been hilarious too. Like he just like, acts like he doesn't want to be there and all this. He's just there to get his one more match or whatever. That's it's, funny. It's, it's pretty good. And then uh, also uh, there was a pay-per-view on Sunday called Fastlane, which is the Fastlane on the road to WrestleMania. Okay. uh, Shane McMahon turned on his partner, The Miz, turned heel. Everyone was expecting the opposite to happen with The Miz turning on Shane McMahon and turning heel. Uh, Shane beat up Miz's dad. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, They were in, in Cleveland, which is The Miz's hometown, so... That's now another WrestleMania match. Uh, They announced on Tuesday that uh, AJ Styles and Randy Orton will be having a WrestleMania match. So then we have that. And there's a triple threat match now for the Raw Women's Championship between Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Ronda Rousey. Becky Lynch won her way into that match because 
Ronda Rousey attacked Becky Lynch during the match between Charlotte Flair and herself. If uh, Becky had the win to get into the match, so she attacked her, got Charlotte disqualified, which got Becky into the match. And now Ronda turned full on heel. <laughs> She's a total bad guy. She was out on Monday saying all the wrestling fans were stupid and that she could beat anyone there legitimately in a fight and all this stuff. Like, I don't know why they did it because, I mean, the crowd still liked her, but they liked Becky Lynch more, but she's just full on complete heel now, which is kind of cool because, I mean, it's more believable because what she says is true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably true. She said that they might as well make it a handicap match two on one her against the two of them and she'd still win and all this stuff. That's great. Yeah, and it's supposedly going to be the final match of the card, so it will be the legit main event of WrestleMania. That's cool. And the only the only other WrestleMania match they've announced so far, I believe, is the universal title match between Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins, who won the Royal Rumble, which gave him the opportunity to fight Brock Lesnar. Okay. But yeah, I think that's and Alexa Bliss also announced on Monday night on Raw that she is the host of WrestleMania. Because yeah. so she's those, she's got some injury, right? Yeah, she came back for the Royal Rumble, but she hasn't wrestled since, so okay. she's still got nagging injuries she's trying to get through. It looks like. But yeah, that's your wrestling report. Cool. <laughs> it's the I, it's the best time to be a wrestling fan as they get into WrestleMania, which is only a few weeks away now. It's on yeah. April 7th or 8th, whatever the Sunday is. Okay. Yeah, you guys always get excited for Mania. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun stuff going on. And then whenever we see WrestleMania, we all get disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we talked about this before. You guys could write these storylines better than the writers that they, they're paying to do it. So everything uh-huh. you guys everything you guys talk about always makes way more sense than what actually ends up happening. Um yeah, I guess so. we don't have the shareholders in mind, though, I guess, is the difference. I don't know. <laughs> they just have all the talent in the world. They just don't know what to do with them. But now that they have competition with AEW, maybe things will change. Hopefully, for the better. All right. Well, I think that about does it for uh, Pop Culture Week in Review. Yeah. Um, man, we went long this week. We did for, for just the two of us. Chance to talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, hey, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, hold down the fort with me while uh, while Don is is out of commission and and Ken is busy. But um, thank you. Had fun. Uh, for everybody else sure. out there, thanks for listening. Uh, check it out. It's, check us out at kfpodcast.com and the KF Podcast on all other social media sites. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Get well, Don. Get well, Don. Later. Good night.